it's Mary Coleman, your host for the All Things Education podcast. If you don't know, I'm a student too, and I'm currently studying psychology. I'm so glad you're listening today because we learn about study and lifestyle tips, chat with professional guests about a range of topics. We learn about the ins and outs of school and uni life, how to form solid friendships, actualize career aspirations, chat about relationships, moving, traveling, and so much more. We have a range of content on this podcast, and it's all to help you be that much more informed about the world we live in. So let's get educated, shall we? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am very excited for this episode, as always. If you are new, thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Mary Coleman. As I introduced myself before, we discuss a lot of different things on this podcast, particularly uh, study tips, study tricks, um, study hacks, just a lot of things that are pertaining to the study lifestyle and particularly career aspirations as well. If you are interested in a particular sort of career or if you want to know a little bit more about things like emotional intelligence or how to feel more confident in yourself, then this is definitely the right podcast for you. We educate, oh, and I learn as well, but um, you learn a lot about just different areas of lifestyle and how to improve not only just your study life, but your life as a whole. So definitely binge all the episodes i very much encourage that it's very fun and also we actually have a merch store that is now up and running so you are able to purchase everything and anything you can possibly think of from this merch store anything that is relating to study that will help you in your study career and your study journey and 100 percent of the profits 100 percent. so literally every single bit of profit that that we get is donated to the Child Aid and Development Organization, Bright Futures Child and Development Agency, sorry, I should say. And that is an amazing charity that I will speak about in a little bit that uh, def- that helps um, and definitely makes a huge impact on kids uh, in Uganda and Pakistan, etc. So I'll talk a little bit more about them in a second. Um, but I just wanted to chat a little bit about this episode today. So this episode is very much, it's a part two of a, a previous episode with Sharon Critchlow and um, it's all about emotional intelligence. So we actually recorded this episode quite a few weeks ago, but I am just now releasing it now, which is really exciting. Um, and Sharon is obviously an absolute genius. We sat down with our cup of teas and we just chatted all about emotional intelligence. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear the episode and hear what information she has to share with you guys. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm most excited for you guys to learn about this episode and in the discussion that you're about to hear. Okay, So as we all know, just in terms of, let's just like do a little life update. What has happened this week? So essentially, um, as you know, I moved to New South Wales, which was a very big move, a very, very big, um, change in my life. And I am actually, as you know, I'm living in accommodation other people are living in. So I do apologize if you hear any doors that are slamming or if you hear construction in the background because there is construction that's happening on site right now or near us so yeah I do apologize and I thank you very much for understanding that that is going on and obviously I have to speak just a tiny bit quieter because yeah people are around and they can hear so I can't be you know super super loud like I usually am but uh you guys get it which is awesome and very very grateful so (laughs) thank you for that Yes. So let's move on to the book of the week because I have been studying as one of my courses. I am studying literature and I have a really cool book that I wanted to share with you guys. 
let's talk about my favorite book of the week. Each week, I'll give you guys updates on the book that I'm currently reading. Whether that's educational, fantasy, fiction, or nonfiction, you'll hear about it all. Hopefully, you'll be inspired to read some of the books that I'm reading so you can be more educated in different areas of your life. Let's jump into it. Okay, so the book that I'm recommending this week is called The Odyssey. If you don't know it, you should. It is Homer's epic. It's essentially Odysseus's 10-year struggle to return home after the Trojan War. It's really, really great. I would highly recommend its reading. It follows the story of, obviously, um, Odysseus and also his son Telemachus um, and also his wife Penelope, um, Odysseus's wife Penelope. And it's really cool. It's very intriguing. Um, I would say it definitely keeps you on edge and it is... Um, it is just an amazing book overall. I haven't read a lot of it yet, so I can't give you the full outline, but I can tell you this much that it is very intriguing and it is a little hard to grapple with, but I feel also once you do understand it, it, um, it does make more sense eventually. And yeah, would highly recommend. So go check it out. Okay, I would love to now chat about Bright Futures Child Aid and Development, Development sorry, Agency. They are an amazing agency. I'll give you a little bit more about their philosophy behind their organization. So Bright Futures believes that by empowering the poor and by encouraging and advocating for development activities that strengthen their capacity and sense of self-determination, the sustainable relief and eradication of poverty is very much possible. And um, they extend assistance to all people in need and they do not discriminate based on religious, political, social, cultural, age or gender grounds. And the best thing I love about Bright Futures is it's an Australian-based aid and development agency which is committed to providing simple and direct effective means for Australians to contribute to the sustainable alleviation of poverty. So Bright Futures works in partnership with established agencies in developing countries to provide vital education health and development programs that address the causes of poverty and offer the prospect of a better life so what i really love is um bright futures i spoke with paul madden who is the executive officer and speaking with him it was so great because i was really just able to hear the amazing stories um and real life experiences of people who have traveled um to the country like pakistan uganda and just hearing and hearing about the impacts that bright futures is having on the communities that are in poverty and it is really fascinating and very inspiring to hear how much a change that donations can bring and of course this merch store that I have opened up it is really great because you are able to gain things like you know there's um there's hoodies there's tracksuit pants you can purchase study mugs you can purchase a throw blanket to you know you know study in if you want to be a woman and everything like that um and there are so many other things that you can purchase on the website. But the best thing about it is that 100% of the profits um, from your purchase will be going to the Bright Futures Child Aid and Development Organization. And the best thing about that is not only are you getting something to you know wear or use, but you're also giving back to a community at the same time. So the prices are a little bit increased because of the fact that it is a donation and it is important to note that none of the items that you buy are able to be returned because your profits are going directly to charity. And the best thing about it is I will be getting maybe um, like by, I'll probably be getting um, bi-monthly updates about where the money's going and the, a bit of a report on that, which is exciting. So I'll be able to update you guys about 
how that money is being used in what particular countries, if we're focusing on particular countries per purchase or per product. And yeah, I'm really excited to keep you guys informed. Particularly, I will be explaining it on the episode on the podcast, but also I'll be sharing it on the Instagram. So if you haven't already, go check that out. Please definitely go and support. Go give it a follow. The um, username is all things education 21 and that's the same on tiktok it's mostly the tagline um so the tag for most social media platforms so if you search up all things education 21 that will come up and if you're wondering how to access the website and to look at it and explore some of the merch the website is all things education 21.com so all things education and then the numbers two one so yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, I It's still a little bit of a work in progress. Like the website is up there and it's all ready to go and you can definitely purchase and everything is good. But I am updating some of the case studies and the stories of the individuals in um, third world countries and really just like working a bit more on the Bright Futures page that is featured on the allthingseducation21.com website. So that is a bit of work in progress, so just bear with me because obviously being a solo team, it is a little bit hard sometimes to be able to do 100 things at once. But again, thank you for your understanding in doing all this. And of course, it's a really big shift for all things education and the direction that it's going in. So thank you very much for your support in that matter. And I would definitely recommend, even if you don't buy anything, just go check out the allthingseducation21.com website. And the best thing I've got for you guys is I actually have a code that will get you 20% off all items. So this is a code that you can only use one time, but it is a code that will never expire. So you are able to get 20% off all items by using the code STUDY20. That is in capitals, S-T-U-D-Y, and then the numbers two and zero. I'll put it in the show notes below. So you guys are able to get 20% off your purchase Again, it is a one-time offer, but it does not expire. So remember that code, study20, go check out the website and go buy some merch. It comes roughly in about two weeks. It should come for the drop shipping and I would recommend. I'm also going to be doing a giveaway on the um, Instagram as well. So again, another reason you should go follow and I'll be doing a giveaway of a hoodie and a tote bag. So get keen for that. And um, yeah, very, very exciting stuff. Um, just another quick little announcement is review of the week. So every single week, someone is sending in a review that I'm able to put into the episode. I'm not going to do one this week because the episode we've got today is quite hefty. Um, but I would highly encourage you guys to email me hello at allthingseducation21.com. That's the email. And just record yourself in a voice memo and literally just do it right now why not record yourself in like a 30 second voice memo you don't have to say your name send it through um and just say what you like about the all things education podcast would you recommend it to other people and then i will be putting that into each and every episode and giving you guys a little bit of a feature which is very exciting all right so sharon critchlow she um did actually come on to um the podcast a couple episodes ago we did record this um you know, pretty straight after the other episode. So uh, even though we mentioned it being two weeks later, it's a little bit longer than that now that I'm releasing it. But nonetheless, I'm very excited to share this episode with you guys today. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Sharon. So Sharon is a popular conference speaker and writer on the subjects of emotional intelligence, mental health and well-being, 
and the social aspects of the future of work. So today we're particularly going to be speaking about emotional intelligence and it's going to be an awesome little seminar about emotional intelligence, which is very, very exciting. So as an international best-selling writer and speaker, Sharon is a vocal change maker. She brings passion to the subjects of the future of work, diversity, emotional intelligence, and environmental social governance. So Sharon is also the director at Discover Your Bounce and is a qualified accountant with over 20 years of experience in senior leadership roles and growing successful businesses. If you haven't really listened to our previous episode where Sharon and I are having a blast, we're having such a great time talking all about her career journey, her career pathway and her tips in um, if you want to study accountancy or if you're interested in that and particularly if you don't want to take the traditional route going through university she really explains it quite well and her story is very unique so I highly encourage you guys to go check out that episode I think it might have been four or five episodes ago nonetheless just on top of that Sharon is also an experienced conference speaker as well as regularly creating and facilitating workshops and she is also a qualified coach and mentor And Sharon is very, very passionate about people becoming the best that they can be and allowing their true talents to shine. The most interesting thing I think about Sharon is that she actually left school struggling to read and write. But despite all of that, she still became a qualified accountant at the age of 23, um, which actually was helped through mind mapping. And um, at 30 years old, she received her first directorship and sold her multi-million pound business at age 45. So You can definitely see Sharon has a lot of accreditation, a lot of fame to her name, you could say, and I'm really excited to share the episode with you guys today. We're talking all about emotional intelligence. If you're not actually sure what emotional intelligence is, then this is literally the perfect episode for you guys. I'm very excited to share it with you. And um, once again, grab out a pen and paper, get ready to write some notes down, as I say, every single episode, because I do think that these episodes are very content rich, content heavy, and there's a lot of stuff that is very useful. And I I definitely found, I learned a lot actually, and I found a lot useful. So I, I hope you guys find it useful as well. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome back, Sharon. Thank you for joining me Hi, once again. Hello. <laughs> Two weeks later. I love it. Back at it. Yeah, totally. I'm so keen for this episode. We are just going to talk everything and anything about emotional intelligence. First off, yeah. I am I'm not skilled in knowing what it's about. I mean, I know a little bit from our chats, but um, not not extensively. So let's dive right into it. What is emotional intelligence? <laughs> Enlighten me. So it's the ability to perceive, interpret, demonstrate, control, and evaluate, and use your emotions to communicate and get mm. your best outcome. So this is about your emotions. It's about your ability to understand what's happening to you as it's happening, Mm -hmm. to interpret that, to demonstrate um, a level of control over that so that you don't just impulsively do things um, and to evaluate what it is you want next and then take action. Mm. So this isn't about suppressing your emotions. This is about using them to your advantage. So we've all had situations where someone pushes your buttons and there's always somebody in everybody's life where they just say the thing and you know they're going to say the thing so yeah. you get wound up about it even before you've entered the room where you think they're going to say the thing mm-hmm. they then glance upon the thing whatever that <laughs> is you know it, for me it's lover to bits but for me it's my mother and my weight or she always has a comment and you sit there and you're waiting you're waiting for the, the thing and then she says it and you're like that's it mm, and now you have I'm a done. choice that's it you have a choice you yeah. can explode you go not this thing again you can really, you know, it's just a matter of whether it's 
tidying your room you know yeah the state of the state of your you know because you you've just yeah. tripped over you know half a dozen things and probably hurt yourself but yeah. so you know, you know it needs to be done <laughs> but you know um but it's that reminder that just goes right I'm, I'm, and then you just flounce out and I completely know. lose it and so you have a choice in those circumstances when somebody pushes your buttons as to how you respond mm. and and the the great thing with emotional intelligence um is that it can be the it can if you can really get on top of this this is something that will be as useful in your career as your qualifications mm, so nice. what what happened sort of uh, back in the 1990s is some harvard professors wanted to know why it was some of their students did really well and some of them they kind of did all right but not so well so um expecting obviously everybody to fly they're thinking well why why wasn't this happening for everyone and what they worked out is that People with the highest in intelligence outperform everybody else about only about 20% of the time. And that's that actually that the people who outperform the majority of the time, so 90% of high achievers, have this what they call emotional quotient or mm. emotional higher levels of emotional intelligence. So they're able to control their emotions, which means they're able to understand other people's emotions. And this isn't as a, a psychologist, but they're able to empathize with other people's mm -hmm. situations, which means that they get further in their careers and they, they do it more quickly right so so not only will um mastering a bit of emotional intelligence help you to maintain healthy relationships at, at your stage of your careers but actually it helps at every stage of your career because there is always um, a flashpoint a difficult situation there is always these things keep happening as your life goes on and this is about how what you do in those circumstances so getting into good habits early and actually thinking about, okay, I know that this is, so I'm going to have to take a different approach. Mm. If, and it's all about having the outcome, thinking about, and then what? Okay, so you've got a scenario where your room's a mess, your mum's going to remind you again, and then you have a choice. Do you say, yeah, I know, but I've got some assignments to get in on Wednesday and I'm, and I'm going to do it at the weekend? Um, yeah. Or do you say, will you help me to do it? because it has got a bit out of control or do you say um what do you say because mm. the outcome is do you really want to have the two hours after that where you're stropping and sat in your room and you're hungry and you're not really planning on going down for dinner even though you want to um do, what do you do you know where's where's your outcome here where's your win-win situation here yeah so there's it's not to say that you have to give in every time somebody you know throws something at you it's quite the opposite but this is about understanding what the outcome for that situation is so mm -hmm. if you're not going to be doing something then confront it don't just shout and run mm. confront you know saying well actually you know if it's the you've missed soccer practice for the third week running it's to actually rather than go oh, stop going on at, at me I, you know and then flounce out the room is to actually say actually I've been thinking about that and I'm not very happy with how it's going there and I don't feel comfortable there or I don't want to mm. do it anymore but actually take that emotion out of the situation and think about the outcome that you really want so, so acknowledging the, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. and did you know that only 36 percent of people can recognize their emotions as they happen which means wow. two-thirds of people i know i did crazy, not know that yeah which means that two-thirds of people are not skilled in using their emotions to their advantage huh. and emotions and that, at when all. you think about it yeah, so they've got emotions, mm. but uh, they, you know, they they respond, they react rather than respond. So things happen, mm. 
Um, but they, it's like they don't have any control over that. Yeah. But it also means that two thirds of the people that you come across in your your life, your career, and everything else mm. are probably like that. So don't take it personally because yeah. they, they, I'm not saying it's not their fault because everybody has the opportunity to grow, but they're not in control of that. So if you're looking for a different outcome or thinking, well, that wasn't very fair, acknowledge it wasn't very fair. Mm. But if you like put the onus on the fact that that's not very fair, so it's for them to sort out rather than mm. they've now given me this problem and it's not very fair. Mm. So the thing is, is to think about this, um, about when you're having high levels of emotions or when you when you think you're going to just sort of react to something is, can I respond differently and can I... Um, how do I respond differently to this and how do I get a better outcome for me from mm. this, this situation and then of course as emotional intelligence grows they say that, it, that there's four elements um, of emotional intelligence so the first is self-awareness which is what we're talking about here it's about understanding mm -hmm. your emotions as they arise and what you're going to do about it next is about self-management which is about that slightly broader aspect of of, of making proactive change in how you respond to people mm -hmm. and then the third one is social awareness now we've all had situations where mum and dad have had a falling out and uh and you've walked in the room and you don't know what the argument's been about but you know there's been one just from the yeah. body language that you could feel it, it. yeah yeah it, it's it's there it's happened and mm. so that social awareness you know not everybody can notice that mm. i have worked with people who are very senior in organizations who couldn't act who didn't understand social cues and were forever saying the wrong thing at the wrong time yeah so having that social awareness again grows your empathy it grows that ability to understand other people and to be able to support other people because mm. whatever job you end up in it's all going to be with people even if you want to do uh, you want to learn how to uh, to do games you know create games and stuff like that online you will still you will end up you get really good at it they'll give you a team you'll have to deal with people yes you'll have to deal with the bosses you'll have to deal with your boss so wherever you end up you will be that there, there are people and so that social mm. awareness is really important and then building on that is relationship management is how you actually then turn the conversations around turn bad situations into good situations using mm. these sorts of techniques so it's a really good place to start and, and particularly at the start of your career to focus on your own self-awareness and and I think it's great that you know we do talk more these days about mental health and even though this isn't absolutely about mental health this is the continuum of, of mental health so this is understanding and uh, your emotions and, and being happy with where you are and then being able to control them to the extent that you get the outcome that you want mm -hmm. so yeah I think emotional intelligence is a really useful skill to have and in fact if you have a look have a look online for all of these things um, if you want to do some further reading, Daniel Goldman is a good uh, mm -hmm. a good place to start. He was one of the first people to write about it. And also there's a really easy read um, by a guy called Travis Bradbury, um, who's another really good one to, you know, to, to look mm. at uh, and to, to sort of explore. So I'd say when you when you get into a situation or when you've got to when you, perhaps you've got to broach a subject that is not easy, because, you know, you've got to go break the news that you're not going to college anymore or something. Mm. Right. So whatever that thing is. Yeah. Is to stop. And rather than just burst into the room, and go, I'm not doing it. You're waiting for the flashpoint. Mm. It's to actually take control of that. Observe how you feel and then start to yeah. describe and reflect upon it. So this description reflection makes it a lot easier for somebody to meet you halfway. 
mm. and then consider your outcome. So the description reflection, you know, we don't we use very broad uh, terms like stress. I'm just really stressed. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, you say that to somebody, they can't help you with that because it could mean that you've got too much work. It could mean that you so don't know what things. to do next. Mm. It could mean it could mean so many things. It's different things to everyone. Whereas if you can if you can actually say, I feel under pressure because then somebody has the opportunity to step in and go, okay, well, we might be able to help you with this and this, or we can support you in this way. So think about rather than using those broad terms, can you break it down? Can you reflect upon it and go, actually, it's this. And if you can't, go and have a chat with a friend and just say, I don't know why I'm feeling like this and start chatting through different parts of your life. And you might find a common thread in there that says, actually, I think this is what it is. Yes. Then consider your outcome. You know, so you've got the, so does that make sense? Mm. You get the, the describe, reflect on it. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you the words to be able to, to actually go to somebody and say, I don't want to do this because this is how it makes me feel. Or this is where that scenario is now leading me. And the outcome I actually want is this. Mm. So it could be that you've started a college course and it's not what you thought it was going to be. So rather than getting more het up and going, the reason I've got bad grades is because it's not right, is to say, what I really want to do is this. This course isn't leading me down the right path and I'm getting really frustrated with it. And the frustration means I'm now losing my temper with you when I don't want to. So um, what what I need is a solution. I, I want you to help me to find a solution so that I can get back on track or so that I can leave this course and find a better course that's more suited to me. Mm. So have a have a think about being more, that more that more descriptive and not waiting for a flashpoint to come about. Um, and what I would always say is, do your thoughts reflect your actions? So what's mm-hmm. going on in your head is what you're actually doing. Is it reflecting what's going on in your head? And do your actions reflect your values? Yes. So, so think about that that continuum. And um, you know, if you have a if you have the uh, if your gran always says the wrong thing and always shouting at her, have a think about if you want to be what do you want to be known for? Do you want to yeah. be that kid who always shouts at his nan? You know? Yeah. There's a really interesting thing that um, my grandpa actually told me, surprisingly enough. Um, And he said that people in 10, 20, 15, 100 years, you know, people in history or family members, they won't necessarily remember what you said, but they'll remember Mm. the way you made them feel. Yes. That's such an interesting point as well. Yeah. And that that is a a quote from um, Maya Angelou. Actually, that's yeah, what it is yes to, yeah people won't yeah. always remember uh, uh what you said or what you did but they will remember how you made them feel and it really got me thinking and I guess um coming from you know my grandpa like when he said of course yeah he didn't invent it but coming from him saying it it was so like I really look up to him and it was just this amazing like wow like that's so impactful mm. and when people tell you those kind of quotes and you know inspirational words in your life it sticks to you and that as well is just a great addition to on top of developing things like emotional intelligence and those mm-hmm. soft no, skills and, and things like that as well and just a, another yeah element yeah and again this um, when you think about that quote it's all about it's all about the outcome mm. it's about that lasting impact yes. it's um it's all very easy to to let off a quick quip and make someone feel bad but wouldn't it 
wouldn't it be so much better if you could say something that that gave someone something positive in their life that they could hold on to yes yes that's so yeah, true that's Mm. Yes, and and quite often if you find that, for example, you've just won something and and somebody else looks really disappointed or hurt because they didn't win it, Mm. then have a think about what can you say that's going to be kind to that person. Mm. Yes. So, um, you know, if it's if it's tennis or something like that and and you've got to the final and you've won and they haven't, it's to say, Mm. well, I may have won today, but, you know, you've got a really awesome backstroke you know I'd kill for that yeah. backstroke yeah what can you say that would be encouraging something to some mean something to someone else you know yeah yeah it's all about those meaningful words I know yeah coming yeah. back quickly to um emotional intelligence and those four things you were saying yeah I was scribbling them down totally. and it was so the first one was self-awareness self-management have a self-awareness plan and the next yes. one is is that that bigger piece of self-management so how are mm-hmm. you going to use gotcha. that self-awareness yes. and then we've got social awareness and then we've got relationship management and I'm going to give you management. some top tips if you like yes I would things. love to that's actually going to be my next question have some, <laughs> some top tips <laughs> here we go right so self-awareness plan so mm-hmm. the first thing obviously is this stop and reflect and describe but the other thing is get to know yourself under stress so when you're under pressure what do you do and be honest with yourself about that. So, and if you're not sure, ask the people closest to you and they will tell you what happens when you're under stress. Yeah. And it can be the most bizarre things, but it's having that that handle on it means that you acknowledge it in yourself. So mm. when you're under pressure, you can do something about it. And that might mean that you've got to squirrel yourself away and get on with the stuff you've got to do. And mm. everyone knows, but tell people, you know, when yeah. I'm under pressure... You can support me by doing this. Um, and at least then you're not constantly fighting the thing of, are you going to go to this? Are you going to go to that? Are you going to do this? It's to say, mm-hmm. look, when I'm under a deadline, what I really need is this. Yeah. And then most people will go, all right, I can do that. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's fine. So get to know yourself under stress. When it starts to build up, go and talk to the people you need to talk to and say, this is, this is how I'd like you to respond. This is what would be really helpful for me. Know who and what pushes your buttons and try and minimise it. Now, if it's a family member, that can be quite tricky. <laughs> um, can't it can't, but yeah. the thing is, you can you can minimise the impact. So if it's your cousin and your cousin just drives you bonkers, then just decide that, yeah, you're still going to see your cousin on a Saturday, but you're only going to see him every other Saturday, or you're yeah. only going to see him for an hour, or you're only going to see him when your nan's there because they behave then, or you're only going to, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But know who or what pushes your buttons. And and then figure out a way to minimise the impact of that. And either minimise the impact as in how you feel about it or minimise the impact as in the time that you spend in that scenario. Mm-hmm. So the minimising the impact about how you feel about it, get a bit of perspective. Mm-hmm. If your nan says things that winds you up, just remember she won't be around forever. And who, you know, and yeah. just enjoy the rest of it. Yeah. And just let it wash over you. So acknowledge that you think, oh, here we go. There's that. Yeah, she said it. <laughs> the thing she said the thing um and let it go you know let it go because you ain't gonna change her and and she she loves you so just focus on that and not on the thing and she's saying it probably because she loves you yeah oh absolutely and remember people say things because I can always remember at the start of my accountancy um career a member of my family said uh, people like us don't become accountants and uh well as long as you're not going to be too disappointed when you fail 
and I didn't fail. Yeah, and I just very much did not. What that person said as a reflection on his life, and and the fact that he wanted to protect me and he didn't want me to feel bad. Mm. So rather than sort of thinking, how dare you not support me? I just thought, I wonder if you hadn't had that that attitude yourself. I wonder what you could have achieved in your life. Mm. So just you know, take take some of those things with the the attitude of the overall person in mind and just bear in mind that we all have off days we don't always say the right thing and let it go so know Mm. who and what pushes your buttons and and decide how you're going to respond to that lean into your discomfort of this as well because we can end up with this just sort of going straight back in the comfort zone only doing the things that we've always done and not trying anything new so lean into that a bit try some new things and if it if it doesn't feel so great don't do it again you know that's what life's about it's about having experiences so have a think about how you can do that. And if you're having difficulty sort of describing your emotions or how you feel about certain scenarios, spot them in books, on the TV, in music or whatever. Use that as the catalyst and go. So then you can say to your best friend, you know, this is how I feel about that boy. That song, that is it. Or, you know, that character. And then that is me. That is mm. so me. And it gives you then that leverage, that that perspective. So somebody else can go, oh, right, I get it now. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so that's another thing. And stop and ask uh, why you do the things that you do. So sometimes we can get stuck into negative patterns of things that don't really help us. Mm. Um, and the emotionally intelligent thing to do when it comes to self-awareness is to know when you're doing it and either stop or at least acknowledge it. So, um, so for those of us who are much older than you... Um, <laughs> You know, the, the temptation to have a glass of wine every night that leads to two glasses or three glasses of wine every night. Um, not, you know, I know people who go, yeah, I know I do it. I know I do it and I'm under stress. I always stop at two. Before I didn't really acknowledge this, mm. it used to be a bottle or two. So it's that thing of, okay, what are you doing that's not really supporting you? Mm. And at least acknowledge it. And then if you can change it or change it a little bit, then all of these things will help you. So this is all about self-awareness. It's all about you in your body and what you're doing. Right. So yeah. So what do you what do you think to that? Wow, that's that's just so much there. I love it. Like that was awesome, mm. and I really love how it's so practical as well. The tips that you've given, Sharon. Like honestly, like people, and it's I don't know. I think it's just a matter of thinking and sitting there and being honest with yourself and mm. having a good think. And sometimes people don't want to acknowledge it that they do have a tendency to you know, I don't know, like you know drink too much like to have have too many bottles yeah. of wine and yeah know, too many glasses and you know just like little tendencies like that and sitting down thinking and asking people even though it is the hard truth as, as you mentioned before yeah like asking people and people that know you and perhaps see you every day or live with you or whatever yeah really can help outline that yeah yeah they really can they really can so then once you've got your, your self-awareness plan, um, then you've got to manage it. So what are you, what's the other things that you can do externally that's yeah. going to help you to keep this, this thing going and grow your, your emotional intelligence? So the first thing is, before you lose your temper, count to 10, which I know is a very old fashioned thing. <laughs> yeah. And it no, so I love works. It, it, it does. so works. It so does. breathe, count to 10. And quite often, it, the, the um, impassioned response will be dampened. Mm. <laughs> so... Mm. Yeah. You know, that so when you, if you've got a temper and I in my youth I most definitely had a temper. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> so this is a good one. That that's a really good one because it also gives you yeah. that space to think about what outcome you really want from this. And it's not childish. 
at all, I don't yeah. think. Like, it's, it's in theory, it sounds childish, you know, count to ten and breathe, but it does help. Save me from any arguments. Mm. And, <laughs> same, same here. Arguments. Same here. Yeah. Of things which I, you know, think, oh, yeah, perhaps, perhaps, so I'm not going to put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is to talk to somebody who's good at self-management. So um, I know in my life I've come across quite a few people who, they get the mood in the room. They get they, they understand all this stuff mm. and they're really good at it. So if you're constantly tripping over your words and you're, you're finding yourself in awkward situations, go mm. talk to somebody who doesn't yes. and ask them, okay, so when someone pushes your buttons, when somebody has a bit of a go, when you're in a stressful situation, what do you do? And go take some mm. advice because if they know you, then they'll probably be able to give you some advice that fits for your personality because this isn't all about everyone being the same. This is about mm. getting the best out of you. So talk to somebody who's good at self-management. So that's a really, you know, that's a really good one. Another yeah. one is sleep. Sleep on oh. it is always a good thing. But yeah. also, um, oh, I quite often say in business, when um, if you've had an email from a client and it's not very kind, clients mm. do that sometimes. <laughs> draft a response and then sleep on it and don't send it to the next day because mm. then it gives you that again it takes that passion out of it and you can be more objective yes. but sleep's a really good thing generally so if you are under pressure and you're not getting the sleep that that perhaps you need acknowledge that and do something about it and even mm. if you can't do anything about all the other mental health conditions and everything else and it's all getting on top of you the one thing I would say to concentrate on is your sleep getting good quality sleep because that improves your mental capacity. It mm. will also mean you're less likely to fly off the handle. So all of these things are improved by a decent night's sleep. And I know it's really basic and I know it's really boring. And we do it all every night. So come on. Yeah, if you're going to do it. it anyway, do it well. That's yes, what I say. Obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, yeah, think about the environment you're sleeping in. Think about, you know, not going on all your, your devices and your phone mm. and your everything else for a, a good couple of hours before you're trying to get to sleep. Mm. Um, think about not having spicy food. Yeah, yeah. And, I know, and we all do it a bit, don't we? We all do mm. it. But, mm. you know, but so that things. And actually, um, you can get nice apps uh, if you have your phone in your room. Yeah. Um, Calm or, or Rain Rain, which is a good one, which oh, yeah. is um, natural sounds. Mm. And that will quite often that will get you into a, a better place to sleep. Mm. Could be so, wrong, but well, brown, no, brown noise, I think, on Spotify. They've got Yeah, possibly. Few, yeah, it's I normally think. sort of, um, they call them like white noise type things. So they're, oh, it, they're yeah, sort of yeah. like natural sounds that will help you to, yeah, just to, just mm. to sleep. And you can get things like this on YouTube as well. Uh, but have a thing, if you're having difficulty getting off to sleep, then, mm. yeah, you need to unwind a bit. And, and that's, a, that's a good way, that's a good place to start. Yeah. The other thing is to smile more. I know we've talked about smiling in the past, but yes. you need to smile more because you're being, you know, quite often I would walk into quite difficult business meetings with a big grin mm. on my face, mm. you know, just being kind and nice and rather than yeah. walk in thinking, here we go, I've got a fight mm. on. Mm. I would walk in with the, how are you? You're looking really lovely. How are the yeah. children? How are they? So I have that big <laughs> smile on my face. Internally, you're like, not smiling. And then, and then you sit down and then that person now has to tell you how, how bad they think you are. What are they going to uh, say? Do you think that yeah. it's not going to be as bad, is it? That's you know? true. That's true. And, and people tend to mirror. So when you, when you smile, other people smile. And in fact, I had a wonderful experience of this in a supermarket a few years ago. Well, I walked in all jolly, you know, bouncy me. Yeah. And uh, there was a man who looked totally miserable. And I just gave him a big grin and said, good morning. And he looked at me, looked a bit shocked and then smiled. Wow. And then 
And then I saw him two aisles later and he was smiling at other people who were smiling back at him. And by the time he got to the checkout, he was having a much better day than when I first saw him. So it's contagious, <laughs> smiling. Yes, smiling so, is very The best contagious thing you can get. Totally. <laughs> so go, go do it. Smile it. Laugh more. Yeah. You know, if, if life's getting you down, go find some fun stuff to yeah. look at. So you true. Know? Hobbies. Cats and... falling off of things. Whatever <laughs> yeah. it is for you. You know, anything. Just funny YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. exactly. you know, I love stuff that lightens. Yes. You know. I, I love watching funny videos like just babies cracking up for 10 minutes straight and just it's exactly. the cutest thing. And it will just be them playing with a toy or just seeing a cat sneeze or something and they lose it. Absolutely. And, and sneezing like, pandas. I, I mean, amazing. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Everything like that is just so nice. Oh makes my day honestly dopamine and everything as well oh absolutely so self-management you know this is what this is about it's accepting Mm. that changes around the corner that just because something's a bit bad at the moment it's not always going to be like that yeah you know so so accept that and sometimes you've got to just plow on through it but plan Mm. something nice for the other side of it so if you're under pressure with exams then you know, rather than getting narky with everyone else, just set out, set out your stall and go, right, this is what I need to survive this. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do to get my best thing. I'm going to get some good sleep. And then I'm going to accept that I've got three weeks and it's going to be, it's going to be, the pressure's on. And then yeah. in week four, we're going to have these great things I'm going to do. Mm. So, yeah. you know, this is, this thing is accept the changes around the corner. Mm. So, so then moving on from that, because the next thing is this social awareness yeah. thing. Now we'd said about the mood in the room walking in and you know something's kicked off you know miss picked it sometimes (laughs) yeah (laughs) walked in and just cracked a big joke or just being happy and bouncy and everyone's like mary not it (laughs) wrong time not that that one (laughs) no no but this is but you know this and sometimes actually you need somebody like that to break the atmosphere but um but yeah this is the thing is to be aware of those things so Go, go people watching, mm. not to judge them, but just mm. observe, mm. you know, what's, what's the human dynamics going on between people. Get yourself used to being able to spot when somebody's not happy or when someone is happy or when someone's getting frustrated because it'll, it'll modify your responses to things and it'll make it so much easier for other people to meet you halfway or you to meet yeah. them halfway. So um, catching the mood in the room is really good. Um, stepping into their shoes is another another one i don't mean literally get the shoes off their feet because that that no, that's not it smelly. that's not what we're talking about here but the other thing is is to try see see things from somebody else's perspective mm. so just to sort of have a think about okay so you know my mum keeps going on about this if i had a child that was behaving as i'm behaving you know how scared would i be mm. how concerned would i be what actions would I take in that situation? Yeah. And it may not be exactly the same ones as your parents are doing, but it gives you that perspective of, okay, from where they are, this probably looks really scary. From where I am, it looks fine. Well, okay, have a conversation about that. Mm. Don't just leave them hanging, thinking this is a big problem if it's not really yeah. a big problem. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> or acknowledge or, or ask them why this is, you know, what it is that upsets them about this thing. So, having that thing about other people's perspectives don't be too afraid to actually go up to another adult and say and say well you know you you keep saying I've got to be I've got to come back at this time and I've got to be this and I've got to do that what what is it that 
why is that you know what mm. what is it that's that's making you fearful of that situation what is it I haven't spotted what is it I need to know about and it could be that actually you know exactly what that that thing is but by having that conversation you're able to acknowledge each other's feelings yeah so acknowledging other people's feelings is a really important thing you want them to acknowledge your feelings you need to acknowledge their feelings mm. so stepping into their shoes is a really good a really good thing and ask more questions and practice the art of listening which um you know i have i've just been babbling on here but asking more questions rather than assumptions is is a great social awareness thing you know so rather than thinking you know you've had a go at me because of this this and this well do you know that challenge that Mm. assumption go ask them go ask them why ask them what that is because it could be something completely different that you don't know and then that means that your responses after that could be totally um more appropriate Yes. And I've got a really embarrassing example of this. So I was, um, I have a, a business that's, um, that does well-being and things. So I, I was mm. stood in a bank. I was invited to stand in this big banking hall with a, a table and all the rest of it with some stuff on it and talk mm. to people. And this woman came up to me and said, how can you stand there um, doing what you're doing when you look so fat? Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I know. So, <clears throat> so now... 27-year-old Sharon would have probably hit her, to be fair. 37-year-old Sharon would have <laughs> been in too. tears. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I would have been both of those. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so 37-year-old Sharon would have been in tears. Mm. 47-year-old Sharon said, so um, what is it about fat that you don't like? Huh. And, and she said, Smart. well, she said, well, and, and she was stickling. And she said, well. I'm I'm not I'm not the size of you, and I can barely leave the house because I'm so fat. Oh my! So goodness. what's this about? Is this about me? Is this about her? It's about yeah, her, isn't it? It is. About this her. is her problem. This poor woman, you know. Yeah, it's so, a reflection of her thoughts that she's just projecting onto you and attacking you because exactly. of exactly. Yeah, exactly. And how many times in our lives do we end up in those things? So just by asking mm. asking a question or asking some questions around that, you can really get to the bottom of what that that thing is. Mm. And now. How bad would I have felt in that scenario if I'd hit her? <laughs> now knowing what I know, or you shouted back at her, <laughs> or if I'd or... shouted at her or <laughs> yeah. something, you know, and you're like, how dare you? All of you? those yeah. wouldn't have been, yeah. you know, right? And instead, we sat down, and had a coffee, and had a chat about it. Yeah. So, so ask more questions and listen. Listen to it. Don't just listen to respond, but listen to understand. Mm. And that's a really mm. biggie to actually take that time to listen. So, um, so that's social awareness. And then the last bit, of course, is relationship management. So this is where this is where you say take control. It it sounds like a really bad thing, but but it is taking control of a a scenario. So when things aren't going so well or when things are and you want to make things you want to progress something in a certain direction, this is a a good model to to follow. So acknowledge other people's feelings. I mentioned it earlier. just even if you, even if all you can say is I'm sorry that you feel that way, mm. acknowledge that that is how they feel because how they feel is how they feel. It's valid. Yeah. Same as how you feel is how you feel, and that's valid too. Mm. Um, so acknowledge it. You may not be able to change it, but you can acknowledge it, and that goes a hell of a long way to for bridging a gap in a conversation or a gap yes. in an opinion. Yes. And make feedback direct and constructive. So if you're saying that something's not good enough, say why it's not good enough. Hmm. and what what you would like to see instead of that or what would make that better rather than just say it's rubbish yeah okay what what the person what's the person going to do with that where's your outcome here think about making it 
direct and constructive. So rather than saying, you know, my tutor's rubbish, it might well be rubbish. But say, my tutor is not getting my my um, marks back on time. I'm not getting mm. enough feedback. I don't know what I'm doing on my course. Mm. Now, a head tutor can do something about that. Saying my tutor's rubbish, you're, you're not even having a conversation here, you know? Yeah, So it's just a complaint. Get it. Exactly. So yeah. make it direct, make it constructive. And explain your decisions. So you'll go to times in your life where um, where you'll make decisions. People won't understand why you're doing what you do. And if you become a manager, often you are you have access to more information than other people. So it seems logical to you. It may seem very unfair to them. Mm. So where you can explain your decisions and wherever you are actually in your career, if you're at college and you want to change subjects, explain your decisions. Mm. You know, don't just say, I just don't want to do it. Just sort of say, you know, this isn't the, the this isn't the subject I thought it was. I'm not enjoying it the way I thought I would. I want to do this. Yeah. Explain your decisions like that. Um, ask more questions. Be open. Be curious about about the things around you. So rather than just saying, right, I'm comfortable doing this. I'm going to sit doing this. Have a think about, okay, well maybe I'll give that a go, and I'll mm. I'll sit in that space for a bit, and I'll ask some questions about that, and I'll join that club. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But think about expanding out your circle a little bit and do try some different things because the more experienced you become in different things, the more things you'll see. And then the easier this all of this will be because you will have a whole bank of things and examples and whatever in your head where you can go, I know how to deal with this. Another mm-hmm. one is um, take feedback well. Eek, difficult. So, so difficult. You know, isn't it? <laughs> D minus could do better. And you're thinking... That was, I gave it my all. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah? I've had lots of those. So, <laughs> I know, it, it happens, it happens. Mm. So try and take feedback well. Try and take the emotion out of it and think that person just doesn't like me and try and glean something from it because this is about you and you having the best life. So try mm. and find something in there that you can improve, something you can change, something that is that is right. And if that means you've got to sit there and keep asking more questions and asking more questions till you get it, then do it. Um, yeah, so take feedback well. Yeah. So next time somebody does something and you think, I'm livid, go be livid somewhere, go shout at a, tr- at a tree or something, and then come back and go, can you explain a bit more about this feedback? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> which leads it. me to my other thing, which is get mad on purpose. Yeah. So don't oh. get mad for the hell of it. You can get mad, but do it on purpose. And as yeah. somebody who's, I've, you know, I can be as feisty as you like, but I tend to only get mad on purpose now. So there are there have been times in board meetings where people have said things and, uh, you know, we've been understanding, we've tried everything we can. And then eventually I will just thump my fist on the table or slap my hand on the table and go, we need to really sort out this problem. Wow. And because I don't do it all the time, it's massively impactful. If you do it all the time, people ignore you. Yeah. If you don't, if you save it for when you really want to make an impact, everyone goes, oh, mm. oh, right. Well, we must pay attention to this and sort this out then. Yes. So get mad. So if you're going to get mad, only get mad on purpose. So think oh, about what you're going to do and then do it. So it's not that you're never going to get mad again, but you're going to funnel this and you're going to make it mean something. Mm. So. Yeah, so it's quite often um, said in business that nobody ever wants to cross me because I'm the nicest, <laughs> nicest, nicest person. But if it's not going somewhere, then something will happen. That's a good reputation <laughs> so, to have. <laughs> it's the such... way it goes. Yeah. And if I can't go, if I can't get it any other way, so 
it's not that you'll never get mad, but you've got to think of the outcome of that mm-hmm. and how you're going to control that outcome and how that how's that outcome going to help all of you. So getting mad can still happen, but you've got to do it in a controlled way when you know yes. what the outcome of that's going to be. So, wow. um, so yes, that's my top tips on emotional intelligence. I, I could it. I could sit here for all day. Oh, I could listen this. all day. <laughs> it's so fascinating. I do want to um, explore and um, yeah, could totally be wrong, but is there a difference between emotional intelligence and emotional maturity? Is, is there a slight difference? Well, I would say that emotional maturity to some extent comes along with experience in life generally. So, right. um, you know, your, your attitude towards um, towards uh, other people in your life will change as you get older because you've seen more things and so your responses will be different. Mm. Um, whereas, uh, and that is a part of emotional intelligence, but emotional mm. intelligence is about being conscious. It's about consciously mm. using your emotions uh, rather mm. than just allowing them to emo- evolve, if you like, which is what I would say is more emotional maturity. Mm. Yeah. Um, and something else, I was, I was just scribbling notes as you were talking and I was going to bring them up after. Uh, the other thing was soft skills. How does that sort mm-hmm. of link in to emotional intelligence? And how can yeah, so soft, so soft skills, are they're all around. Um, ability to network, ability to talk to other people, to link with other people, and this is... Emotional intelligence is an amazing soft skill. Mm-hmm. So if you can if you can really bear these things in mind, then that is that is a huge amount of soft skills, if you like there, because it's in there you've got listening, you've got asking questions, you've got um, how you decide to greet people, even you've got how you acknowledge people, you've got all of those things which are all really great soft skills to have. Oh, wow. So emotional intelligence is is an access point, if you like, to developing your soft skill set. Um, yeah, and soft and soft skills are incredibly important. They are the thing that will uh, push you up the career ladder far yes. more so than technical technical skills. Technical skills get you in the door, and we all need to have our our, our job we can do absolutely. But if mm. you want to if you want to be the chief exec, if you want to really go up the ranks, then it's the soft skills that's going to do it for you. And that is. Is, I mean, are there such things as hard skills? Is like, is there another opposite to that? <laughs> I'm trying no, to think. No, I suppose, I suppose yeah. hard skills uh, is the technical skills. So right. it is in accountancy. It's how you do how you put accounts together. Um, mm. In psychology, it's going to be how you run assessments and how you you know how you do the nuts and bolts of that technical job. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas soft skills are about relationships. Yes. They're about how you relate to other people, how you build those relationships. Yeah, how you get your team to be the best they can be, how you become the best you can be. Mm. So they're, they're all the soft skills. And you said that emotional intelligence is as useful as the qualification that you get. Yeah, which is, absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So if you, can, if you can add that onto the qualification you've got, you've got to have an awesome career. Mm. Mm. And I honestly think, or perhaps just my thoughts are just, just brain dump right now, but <laughs> just soft skills, I feel as though they're not as talked about in schools, or especially oh, the school so. I went to. It was all get into the degree you want, get the qualification, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be right. Um, but, you know, as you're saying, if you want that top position, you need yeah. other skills. Like, it's not – you've got to stand out because anyone can get any degree. You know, if they work hard enough and they have the intelligence for it, you can get there. But it's the soft skills that pull you through. It is. And it's the soft skills that will help you to 
be able to communicate with everybody around you mm. to make it less stressful and more enjoyable as well. Yeah. But it's yeah. also, it is those soft skills that, that will push your career forward. So you can understand that schools have to say, go and get these qualifications because, mm. yeah, you know, you're, again, you could be, you could have all the great soft skills in the world, but if you don't have a, a your technical base, if you like, then you, you're, it doesn't work. You need both. But, but schools will say, go and get your, your academic qualifications because that's what they do, mm. isn't it? The same yes. as, you know, your mum fusses after you. You know, yeah. your, your brother yes. is always nicking, or your sister's always nicking stuff out your wardrobe, and schools always tell yeah. you that you've got to get an academic exam because that's what they're yeah. measured on. So, of course, they're going to tell you true. that. That's you know? very true. Yeah. So, I'm sure yeah. if you went to spoke to any of your tutors and asked them about soft skills, asked them about emotional intelligence, or asked them about how mm. useful it is to have those communication skills, then I'm sure that they'll tell you exactly the same things. Mm. That, yeah, absolutely, you're going to need to develop those too. But when you're at school, the first thing they, they try and give you is that really strong technical base. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Do you have any other tips or insight to share, Sharon, before we wrap up the conversation for today? Well, so what I'd say is I'd, I'd take it right the way back to the beginning, right back to self-awareness, because I've talked about loads of stuff today. And what I would say is if you were to make one change is get more descriptive about how you feel and and, and to take that pause between feeling a, a strong emotion and absolutely just um, reacting and think about your outcome, think about your response and think about how you describe how you feel to the people around you. So if you were to just take away one sort of nugget from that, I would say mm. that that's it. Yeah. Wow. And and just on top of that, where can people find you or where you work, ACCA yeah. and, and all those? Yeah. So um, so my my website is uh, it's SharonCritchlow.com, but it's also DiscoverYourBounce.com. Mm. So that's where we have all of our stuff. Uh, we also I also do some free events, actually. Uh, once a month, I do a free personal development event. Um, and they're normally at the lunch, uh, lunch times um, in the UK, but um, but we normally send a recording out as well. Um, and you can find all the events on our website, discoveryourbounce.com as well. And I have blogs on there. So if you're interested in these sorts of things, mm. then there's more reading, which has often got um, other reference material to other things that you can read as well. And I've got a podcast, ah. would you believe? <laughs> I've got a podcast uh, called The My Wellbeing Show. And uh, that's me and Nikki chatting about all sorts of well-being type things. And we get some special guests on there and um, and we have a bit of a giggle. Love it. Please, everybody, check that out if you're listening right now. Go support. <laughs> Go follow, subscribe. <laughs> yes, all the good things. Oh, thank you, Sharon, once again. Part two, the second episode Lovely. recording. It was so much fun chatting. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having me on here course anytime maybe part three who knows who knows <laughs> <laughs> easy take care okay wow that was absolutely awesome i don't know about you guys but i really really enjoyed that episode and sharon is so lovely please definitely go check out everything that she was talking about um, I will link her website, discoveryourbounce.com, in the show notes. So definitely, please go check that out. And guys, I would highly encourage you to rate the podcast five stars. It means the world to me when you do that because it goes to show that the information that you're finding is helpful and it allows more people to get more reach or that the podcast gets more reach so more people can discover it. So would highly 
encourage and am very grateful if you have already rated the podcast five stars. And the last thing but not least, once again, go check out the online merch store. You get 20% off by using the code STUDY20 in full caps, STUDY20, and you get 20% off. I'll be putting the uh, the website into the show notes as well. But if you wanted to do a quick search now, it is allthingseducation21.com, 21 being in the two and one like numbers format. And yes, best wishes, everybody. Hopefully everybody has a lovely week and I will see you all next week for another episode on the All Things Education podcast. Stay educated, everyone, and see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the All Things Education podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, why not support the show? Head to the description of this episode and click on the support the show link to donate in increments of $5. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. And remember, the advice given on this channel and on our social media is general information only. If you have any specific personal health, well-being and or educational issues, reach out to professionals such as your GP, school counselor and or a trusted person in your life before making any final decisions. Please do not take this episode as specific personal advice. And hopefully you now have more information about the topic you've listened to today. For more study and lifestyle content, head to our Instagram at allthingseducation21 and the link in the bio will direct you to many helpful resources. Stay educated, everyone, and see you next time.